The Club Championship Show on OTB Sports. Brilliant game of hurling, edge your seat stuff, Tony Kelly, masterclass from start to finish. To win a Connacht Senior Championship is uh, it's special. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Saying good morning to Ronan O'Gara. Ronan, good morning to you. How are you? Jar, good. I had the sniffles like you a few days ago, but I've beaten it within 48 hours, so I'm quite happy that I'm not using boxes of tissues for the last uh, <laughs> uh, a few days. I was hoping nobody would seen that, Ronan, but thanks very much. Yeah, um, yeah, I can hear it very, very succinctly in your voice. It's all Thank over you. the place. It's general all over Ireland at the moment. Um, but so the this is like from a how, first off how the hell did you beat it in forty eight hours? And secondly, the French team, the rugby, the footballers apparently have a virus ripping through them at the moment. So this is obviously something that like we're kind of people missing work. They're coming in breathing over each other. But for you, you could have suddenly half a team gone. Yeah, but I suppose once we've had COVID um, experience, sure, everything is easy now. Fair enough. <laughs> in, term, in terms of flus, in terms of illness, in terms of obviously when it comes to, um, you know, I mean, because one in 70, whatever, so there's always going to be the, the really uh, sad illnesses that we uh, struggle to find cures for, like Daddy Weir or Ed Slater, or, and then there's uh, less, I suppose, um, serious illnesses and the fact but like once colds and flus and stuff uh, there's a great show the show goes on you're, you're not missed no. no matter who you are as a player uh, or as a coach everyone is very replaceable it, it, it rolls the monster keeps rolling and I firmly believe that I just think that sometimes whether you're the coach or you're the player they put a huge value on them but um, you know I think as uh, I remember that when with Monster playing, uh, you know I mean our best player Paul O'Connell was was um, was out for the whole European. Uh, I think in all six or all eight, uh, uh, it would have been all eight. I think uh, he missed all the pool stages, and we won six out of six. You know, while just listening to the mindset discussion before, like we would have said, oh no, we're in trouble here. But if you change it a little bit and tweak it a little bit, um, so the show goes on, put someone in there, fill him with confidence, and he can do the job, you know. So, um, with uh, yeah, flus and colds, um, you know, unless it's something sinister, usually I suppose with the metabolisms of sports people, they can they can knock it quicker. Uh, it's interesting you talk about the mindset, right? Because I was thinking, um, this week obviously you're, you're playing Ulster. Uh, I don't know if you're an NFL fan or not but the Dallas Cowboys played uh, the Houston Texans last week the previous week Dallas had scored 50 and Houston are literally the worst team in the NFL at the moment and so everybody had just kind of blah 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 that's going to be a win for them it's going to be very, really straightforward but uh, they, they needed a 98 yard drive in the last minute to win the game to squeak the win the Cowboys and OK good so there is a happy ending to, my, to the story that's yeah. but, to my weekend but the, the, <laughs> okay. the, the coach was saying before the match you know we've got two opponents this week uh, we've got Houston and the, the man in the mirror and then afterwards everyone was like well, you know maybe uh, that was you were over egging the whole complacency thing too much I don't know I, so we, we know so basically I, I understand if you're complacent this week the uh, it's a disaster it, you just can't 
you know, in rugby in particular. No, because it's such a fascinating topic. You know, the, the I suppose the big difference between good and great players is just here. Uh, but you have to multiply that by 23. And some people um, prepare differently and after a victory are different. But it, I would say complacency is, is way too strong. There's a difference between complacent and on, on edge. And how you can find that balance for me is where you become consistently good. And I haven't found it because we have shown glimpses of world-class uh, moments for seconds and then absolute Division 3 stuff. And you're like, oh, come on, boys. Let's let's try and get a, get a little bit more consistent in what we're doing. Because, you know, it's obviously very nicely scripted this weekend. Ulster take 39 points and sail nil for the first time. There's a monster coach bringing over a French team. French teams are brittle. But, um, you know, that's not us. So... I think what's been good this week is that we're aware of that Ulster will be at their best and will be different. But I think if we're at our best, I think um, we hopefully have have enough for them. Ronan, it's not your job to like keep the players like level, I suppose, and focus. But uh, you want that to be inherently in them, and you want them to, you know, not let complacency slip in or anything like that, and keep their, you know, keep the the train on the track, shall we say? But as a manager, do you have any sounding board that you use to make sure that you don't dip at all, if you get me? Because you're the one that's yeah. steering the ship. Yeah, I do, exactly. I, I, and it's, it's, it's the most important because, you mean, whoever the leader is in any organisation, and essentially is only one, because if he doesn't jump out, then it's not clear who the leader is. So, yeah, when you're, like, the managing of energy is very important for me, and I'm, and I'm, I'm seeing that because... I'm probably trying to have a look at how I can structure my week better because we play Saturday night with a with the focal point of I suppose how we're judged. Then Sunday is review, Monday is review preview, Tuesday is execute, and by Tuesday lunchtime essentially you're just call, calling out for the bed or the coach or um, something to help you because. Uh, from um, Tuesday lunchtime to Wednesday you can come up for air for the first time but you're kind of on a little bit of edge Friday with captains run Saturday's game day so there's nervous energy there Sunday you're you're white but you're video and uh, analysing everything Monday you're looking at what you need to keep and remove and have a look at the opposition then Tuesday you're trying to do that with well, in our case, the same group really for the first time this season after 12 league games because we always change the team for the league game. But for Europe, you don't. You kind of go as strong as you can to a certain point without risking injuries. Um, but yeah, like we'd have a a mental skills coach for, for the group, for me. Um, but it's uh, it's an area definitely that um, that I'm looking into because I think um, there may be a better way of doing my week What do you do with the mental skills coach? Uh, so you kind of I suppose make a plan for for my preparation for the team's preparation for his preparation and then I suppose strip it back and kind of go okay so the a uh, person who's the weakest at taking in information in this group, how can we present to them? 
And remember, Jerry, you're, you're doing it in French and English, so essentially rugby for dummies. Uh, but like that for me is how you become good because if you can explain it and the person can tell you back what I have just explained to him, then we're in a good place to start. Then we go onto the pitch and have a look to see what we're saying. Does it make sense on the pitch? And then we review it and then hopefully repetitions one to four, we make errors four to eight, we get a bit of speed in it and hopefully by eight to 10, we can score tries at the weekend from it. Um, and then with that, you have um, obviously um, how, how they feel. You know what I mean? If I think the move is good, that's really not too interesting for them because they're the guys essentially pulling the trigger with the ball. Um, but there is, I suppose, a lot of moving pieces quickly and everyone thinks you have a lot of time in the week, but... There's enough time to get, I suppose, what you prioritise because we can't prioritise everything. And um, just in different languages, it, it's 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 uh, it's frustrating yet hugely rewarding. So uh, the bit that you're doing with a mental skills coach for yourself is like a kind of trial conversation about the message that you want to deliver, while at the same time. Uh, asking if you're managing your own time correctly. So there's a kind of twin... Yeah, no, like I suppose the bigger picture, Joe, would be there is that so early in a project, I feel you you cheat a lot of steps to go to Marseille to win a European Cup, yet when you strip it back and analyse, you understand that uh, a lot of that was built on sand. That isn't a good recipe, you know? So I think once you realise that you got lucky but maybe the plan was good but you have to have really strong fundamentals and uh, there wouldn't be really strong fundamentals in the club yet but that's something that I hope my legacy will be so that's very important to me that there are building blocks put in place to make sure that we can progress because what has happened in the past is that uh, auto-delete was very evident in players' minds, so play the game and by Sunday night, wipe and you're like, okay, well, I thought we saw that last week. Oh no, okay, we need to rep that again today. <laughs> we need to rep that again today. We need to rep that again today. Uh, but how do we grow? Uh, uh, and then you don't want to make them feel robotic. You don't want to make it feel like it's a job. You want them to laugh. You want them to have fun. You want them to come into a building where... It doesn't feel like work, so uh, you got to understand too that you mean from Irish people are very similar. But you come to a French club and you've Africans, you've Georgians, you've uh, Fijians, Samoans, Tongans, French, Australians, South Africans, all nationalities of the world where they their humour is very different to our humour and how they see the world is very different. But that's not to say theirs is better, ours is better. But you got to accommodate that and you got to, I suppose, understand that. And mixing that all into the melting pot, it becomes uh, a fascinating um, environment. And uh, you want this place in, in, in La Rochelle to be uh, a place where boys want to come and they can express themselves. We've Raymond Rude, who dances around, Teddy Tama, who thinks he's a DJ. We have... A lot of this, but if they're good at rugby too, but let them be who they are as opposed to coming in and 
um, thinking it's a school environment, that, that that's not my gig. Because Michael was talking about his under under twenty one team, where he called them failures and uh, and and learning, you know, going on that. <laughs> I, I'd love to hear that real story over a pint because I think that could take forty five minutes. And yeah, there's there's a bit I, in it, all right, uh, definitely. Uh, just on that as well about dealing with different personalities, uh, like no matter what you say. Like, it's not a one-for-all job. Like, everybody is different, and you can't treat everybody the same, would I be right in saying? Because if you treat everybody the same, then you're basically looking for all the same type of characters within a team, and you won't win anything with all the same type of characters, really. You need, you know, you need to be dipping in, taking different pieces from... You know what I mean? Like, would I be right right in saying that? Yeah, and... Yeah, not to cut across you, but for me, I would flip it on its head, and I'd go, everyone is different. So for me... There is n- there's not two people the same in a group of 40. And for me, that's very, very important in, in how I go about. So people are understanding what's the program for the group and, and they're kind of looking at me, what is this guy on about? Where's the program? Where, why haven't I received the planning? Because every single person, even though it's a team sport, is completely different, is managed completely different. There's no, this group are doing this. Because everyone's minutes are different, everyone's injury profile is different, everyone's, you know, rest, sleeping patterns, um, capacity to, you know, I mean, some guys uh, need to keep their weight up, some guys need to lose. Every single person is different. So for me, that was one thing uh, that I've realised since I became, I suppose, the manager that. Uh, there's there's no none of this groups of yeah these guys do that that and that every single one of the forty and as important as Will Skelton is he's as important as my third choice hooker. When you're talking about um, stuff being built on sand and trying to get the fundamentals right, you, you kind of reached it seems first for playing style and, and making sure that um, and then that, that evolved into making sure they have fun as well so what you're talking about really is like four or five key pillars where the environment is correct the culture is correct but then if, if it's not to be built on sand your recruitment has to be amazing like that's the the key part that ultimately you're only going to be as good as the players you recruit and everything kind of everything is a little bit of everything yeah no I challenge you there Ger. I think the academy is more important than the recruitment that was the strength of Munster. Local boys with quality imports, Jim Williams, John Langford, Howlett, uh, Topoki, these guys, but built around uh, 12 really, really good players from Munster. The same for what you're trying to do here, but it's harder now because we probably, uh, I'll give you the example, in the 12 position, we'd have uh, Jonathan Dante, 12 for France, Lavinia Batia, 12, captain of Fiji, and then probably Jules Favre in the training group for France. So that's 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 a high standard. So but a young guy can't see the route for him to progress. And he's right, but you have to try and explain to him that if he gets... I suppose his first two years right in the academy and his passing game and his body is in in, in top nick. There's a there's uh, a route for him, but you can't cheat the early years. You've got to get in those, um, as you say, fundamentals into the player. But what's more important than that is you have to have the fundamentals in the in the in the environment and uh, the pitch. For me, is easy, Joe. It's 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 the um, 
it's the person before that. What kind of people are you looking to get into the building to work with uh, before you even even approach the tactical side of the game? So the academy is obviously a pillar as well. It is, but it's a pillar with uh, 20 years behind the Leinster uh, Academy, for example, you know? Yeah. But that's okay too. This is, this is, only, this is only starting, you know? Uh, I suppose what is really exciting about the French competition is that um, the top 14 has such history and prestige that uh, there's a huge... Uh, incentive for every single club to win it, supported by whatever over 70 million people, so that buzz will always be there, there's most definitely I suppose with the new format, question marks over Europe and the um, the new I suppose format, is that going to appeal to the French people? I'm not too sure. Yeah, the new format um, we can talk about that again some other time. I did want to bring up one last thing, in the paper this morning you're talking about your uh, dream scenario of penalty takers Myself and Michael were having a bit of a debate about... So uh, you, you went with Farrell last, right? And, uh, and you're, you picked yourself third. No, no, I didn't. I, well, I was hoping I didn't... I wasn't meant to pick myself because that's well, you the were, you, you left it. You left it like, oh, I'm looking for somebody to fill, fill in third. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just... Well, I suppose the Neymar situation, isn't it? Like, why does he wait till last, you know? Well, yeah. In my... In my in my in my thinking, so it was Neil Jenkins, I think, to kick it off. Then you can put Dan Carter either side. Um, I can kick. Who was fourth? Johnny Wilkinson was second. Johnny so Wilkinson. Car- Carter must have been fourth. So I was just interested that you picked yourself third, though. Uh, you know, uh, like <laughs> that's the pressure one. That's the key one. Fucking <laughs> damn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we love, Jar. That's placed ball. I just, uh, I just, uh, you know, unfortunately, the World Cup has been so good in soccer, but it, it shouldn't be because of where it was played. But like the big focus has been on the, as we started the conversation with the the the, the, the top few inches of the head, because um, for me, it says so much about uh, the character when it becomes to a close skill. Yeah, but it, 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 I thought it was really, I thought it was interesting. You, uh, you when you got the chance to pick, went third, right? Neymar, when he got the chance to pick, went fifth when it didn't matter in the end. Turns out maybe the third one is the, is the pivotal one because that gives everybody, you're still in it, you, you know. Your chance. Or is the first one the pivotal one? Like you, it's the same as you mean how many teams that um, you mean that score the first or miss the first go on to win? I presume the odds are completely reduced. So you need you need a guy with big balls showing the way. I mean, it turns out then this isn't a uh, there's no answer to this. Come here, where's the game going to be tomorrow? Do you know? No, we don't know. We're waiting a decision. Um, hopefully by two o'clock we're due to fly. But I think. For whatever reason, we have to go into Belfast. Which, but the bus journey to to um, to the RDS may compensate the fact that it's not in uh, the Kingspan. <laughs> if, if that's how it plays out, so don't feel too sorry for us if it's in the RDS. But I presume it's in the Kingspan. All the Leinster fans coming out to uh, cheer La Rochelle. Is that what you? That what's going to happen? 
Well, yeah, and the good news too that there's a direct flight from from Cork to La Rochelle since yesterday, so we need to celebrate that as well. Were, so, you, we, 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 were you personally involved in that, like lobbying hard? <laughs> no. Um, no, no, I wasn't because there's an up and a downside to that. That means there's more people to host. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say that bit on air. <laughs> Rona, good stuff. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers. Cheers, you too. Cheers, lads. Thanks. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.